0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. U.S. immigration policy lacks consensus. That's an understatement. The issue was the big voter-getter for the previous president who inflamed passions igniting controversy more than solved any problems with it. While many liked his Stephen Miller hardline approach, there was never a majority who supported building a wall or separating children from families at the border. The previous administration built over 450 miles of wall on the Mexican border, but only about 47 miles of it was new wall. The rest was reconstruction of existing wall. Biden says that no existing wall will be removed, but no more new wall will be built. Instead, they say they will be investing money into border security technology, and it improves security at ports of entry. This is an issue where none of the sides can get happy with any compromise. Our borders are not open, but neither are they closed. That is now how either side intends to characterize the situation, though. The Miller administration used fear and apprehension to scare away potential immigrants, deterring entry and asylum applications. Their base was good with that. They appointed immigration judges that significantly reduced successful asylum requests. They were rough on families at the border with separations that were meant as deterrence to those considering illegal entry that would never be granted legal entry. It appeared to work to suppress pressure on the border, although other factors were involved. The most common immigrant attempting to enter the United States began coming from Central America. Whatever the risks of crossing Mexico into the United States from Central America or sending their unaccompanied children here was decided by these people to be less than the dire conditions and threats they were living under in their home countries. There is talk of getting to the root problem to stem refugees fleeing these conditions by interceding with aid in their own countries. This is not a new idea, but is expensive, very difficult to administer to these dysfunctional countries, and in the past has been more aspirational than actual success. I doubt that the Biden administration will be more successful, but it is all right to try. The border is only one facet of the immigration issue being ground into sausage. While there has been talk of the need for comprehensive immigration reform, I do not know what they can get through a filibustered Senate. What they pass in the House will now get sent to the Senate and it will get voted upon. That's a big change. It will expose who, what, and where the lay of the political landscape exists relative to immigration reform. DACA and some path to citizenship are the tenets of any successful immigration reform bill. Democrats insist that any bill will have to deal with the 11 million undocumented immigrants in the United States rather than some smaller piecemeal portion. Every proposal gives some hope and makes others angry. And then there is agricultural-specific immigration issues. A bipartisan bill passed by the House in the previous Congress would give farm workers an expedited path to U.S. citizenship. It died in the previous Senate. They're going to bring it back again. This time, when it passes the House, it will get a vote in the Senate. If farm workers pass a background check and have paid taxes, then they can get citizenship in just three years there is quite the conundrum here over immigration and rural interests. Rural tends to be Republican, leaning hard on immigration laws, but rural ag needs these workers. A lot of ag businesses cannot get Americans to work for the $15 wage on farm jobs, so they turn to employing immigrants we are very pleased with their work ethic and performance, and yet they want to have a legal workforce. The irony is that most GOP ag counties very much desire to employ the description of a workforce that GOP ideology opposes. Conservative farm groups, such as the American Farm Bureau Federation, also want to reconcile that. They support liberalizing ag worker immigration policy, even if the ideological base wants tougher immigration policy overall. There's a fine needle to thread and justify the exceptions for. The National Pork Producers Council wants the H-2A visa program without a cap, and a way to give legal status to ag workers already in the country. Agriculture might be the place where they start to get some bipartisan consensus that could jumpstart the process for comprehensive immigration reforms. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.